UX Podcast Episode 68. This is UX Podcast, balancing business, technology, and users every other Friday from Stockholm, Sweden. I'm Pat Axbom. And I'm James Roy Lawson. What's up? What's up? What's up? Do we ever, does everyone remember the Budweiser commercial from the Super Bowl of 2008, I think it was? Was it that late? I would have said it was earlier. Uh, it was 2008. Oh, yeah. I checked it today. Uh, oh, you did? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure that is actually the reference for deciding upon the WhatsApp uh, app name, which they decided on in January of 2009. So I'm oh, pretty so sure they were a, inspired. They were inspired. They, uh, they mentioned that because it sounds like what's up is why they decided yeah, on the name. Yeah, uh, even, and, and even before they decided what to do with the name. Oh, right. Actually, yeah, interesting. Mm. But anyway, before mm. well, today we're going to talk a little bit about WhatsApp, mm-hmm. which has been in the news a lot this last couple of weeks for an obvious reason, I reckon, for most of you. Um, but also a bit about. Um, well, UX and startup ideology. Mm-hmm. On the back of the whole WhatsApp thing. Yeah, how do we make our own WhatsApp? Well, and how, how do you th- how do you go about thinking when you're yeah. doing something like that? How how do you deal with the the situation of startup and and acquisition? Mm. But before that, sponsors. Sponsors. Yeah. Before moving on, let's mention that today's episode is sponsored by Revrise. Revrise is Google Analytics, but for web forms, and tells you where the users are having difficulties or drops out. Go to revrise.com slash UXpodcast to find out more. The first time you've read that, isn't it? It is, actually, yeah. yes. It wasn't bad. <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, first off, we're not gonna, I don't want to spend too much time talking about the, the, the financial details of the WhatsApp deal. But because, it's so fun. Oh, it, it is, but, but there's, there's, there's hundreds of articles out there in, in the mainstream press have been all over this as well, of course, because when anybody pays mm. $19 billion for a for another company, yeah. it's it's major news. Um, you know, it's, it's ridiculous levels of money. It's, I think I read somewhere that the price that Facebook paid for WhatsApp, um, it would give fresh water to everyone in the world. That's what I read as well. It, it, so we're into ridiculous Ridiculous numbers. Or you could buy two nuclear submarines. That sounds quite good. Yeah. You get a third one free. I'm not sure how that right. works. I must I, it's do. Not, I haven't bought one lately. No. Mm. You're still using your old one. <laughs> but no, it's an absurd amount of money. Um, although in cash it was only only four billion. Yeah, only four. And, and the rest of it is just kind of uh, vapor. It's just pretend money. That's Facebook shares. Mm. So if the bubble all bursts, then then they're still left with four billion. Which given <laughs> given that you're th- there are only 32 developers. Um, in WhatsApp, then fifty-five employees and thirty-two. Oh, right, so yeah. it's fifty-five employees. Yeah. Right, so they've well, four billion spread across them. If mm. they did it exactly, then that's pretty good going anyway. Mm. If you don't even take into account Facebook shares, <laughs> but it's um, okay. The reason why Facebook have bought it is it's a user um, acquisition. Really, I mean, we've 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 got various types of of acquisition strategies that have been playing out these last well these internet years. Um, one of them, of course, is the is the acquire, mm. where you you buy a startup for its talent, right, rather than the product. So you just let the product go and let 
have the talent stay on. Yeah, you're not really Most interested probably. in the product. You're mm. more interested in the people that have developed it or designed mm. it or got it that far. And you want to use them in your mm. company. And it's the big players that have, mm. have acquired. We had that experience with UX Podcast because we, we started out having our our show on uh, Posters. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant, God, have we been bought out? Did I miss that? <laughs> what a way to tell me. <laughs> Live on air. Um, no, you're right. It was Posterious. Yeah. Um, Posterous um, that we used to use for the site, um, which got um, um, bought up by Twitter. Yep. And um, they, were, they were really vague about whether it was an aqua hire or not in the beginning, um, until they came out with the announcement saying it was shutting, mm-hmm. and then it became exactly. really quite obvious <laughs> that um, they they'd um, sucked away the talent and um, oh, we're closing the product down and did. And then one, the other, uh, the other one, of course, um, you've you've got the just the the acquisition, the, the straight off acquisition that you want to absorb a product, right? Um, and I think WhatsApp falls into the the uh, third category there, that it's it's about user numbers. Mm-hmm. In the in the world of social apps or social networks at the moment, it's all about the users. Yeah, and the all about the numbers. Users are worth a lot, apparently. Well, the, the all forty dollars a pop in this case. Yeah, forty dollars <laughs> a pop, um, which doesn't put it on the top of the league and doesn't put it at the bottom of the league. No. Uh, for this kind of price per user acquisition mm-hmm. table. I don't think a lot of people are aware of that, actually, that this is a quite common price that you're paying $40 per user. Uh, it's not unusual at all. Microsoft paid uh, $400 million for Hotmail in 1998, and that was exactly the same cost per user, actually. Yeah. MySpace, $36 mm. per user. Skype, 48 mm. Um uh, YouTube was 48 as well. Was it 48 Yeah, Google bought YouTube for $1 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Forty-eight, no, forty-eight and a half um, dollars per uh, per user. So when everybody's screaming that it's insane, it has been insane for the well, last for twenty lot, years. <laughs> well, probably yeah. Instagram, thirty dollars or twenty-eight. Yeah. Um, there's um, okay. There's a lot of <laughs> there's ones that are ridic- even more ridiculous per user costs. Um, oh, Aardvark, which me and you used to really like that Google bought a few years ago, which was a kind of question answer service. Um, that was five hundred and fifty-five dollars per user. Oh my god. Um, but but the thing is, that just now that all the share prices for these for these floated um, social network companies like Facebook and Twitter and so on, right. their share point price is almost entirely based on active users and users. Mm-hmm. So so there's a huge incentive at the moment to acquire other services that have got fast growth rates because there's the stockholders, the, the investors are just so hungry for news about increased user um you know um right. levels or, or user numbers it doesn't matter how you get old mm. them it would seem mm. and and in this instance facebook basically have made money on the deal straight away because they they're they're lagging a little bit with their growth um you know curves mm. so now they've thrown in whatsapp which is growing hugely right and their share price has kind of maintained itself even though they've spent 19 billion um on another product mm. So they they've not they've not lost out on they've not lost money on this they've already kind of made money on this even before doing anything exactly um, which is bizarre <laughs> it's bizarre but yeah. it, what's interesting then is that that also creates an incentive for a lot of companies to start creating apps that generate a lot of users so that mm. they in turn then can sell those apps to mm. companies like Facebook mm. because they need the users but I think just with this with this product WhatsApp. Mm. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a pure messaging client, and 
And I actually like it. I mean, you, until this week, you weren't actually a user of it. No, I I, I, I had hardly heard of it before. Yeah. I've never used it. That's an interesting side mm-hmm. topic by itself. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I know about it because it's been really popular in the UK. So I've got a lot of friends mm-hmm. that have been nagging me um, for a long time back about using it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been I've been using it really... I, I use it daily. Um, and one of, the, one of the things I use it for is... Um, um, actually, my, my school friends that are all Hull City football fans, um, right. along with me... Um, we we have a group, private group on WhatsApp, and we've of this last year, I suppose, we've now shifted from having our football chats via email to having our chats right. instantly via WhatsApp, mm. and it's much much better because now we we actually now you chat. Can get, now you can get interrupted all the time. Yeah. Excellent. Well, well, no, actually, we're quite good. I got told <laughs> off the other week because we've got an hour time difference between me and the others. But I got told off for, you know, they send messages at like midnight, which is one o'clock here, and I'm in bed. And I wake up at six o'clock, you know, to get up and do with the kids <laughs> to get to school and everything, which is five o'clock in the UK. And one of my friends, he didn't have his phone on silent. Yeah. He's on stupid fault. So I got exactly. told off for messaging too early. No, but it means that we, uh, we can instantly chat now about football together in a little pro- um, closed circle. Um, so it's been, that's one of my use cases for WhatsApp. But, um, but fundamentally, it's just a, it's, it's a very simple, pure messaging app. Mm. It, they've, they've, they've pushed the fact that they don't have advertising, mm. that they won't have advertising. They don't sell your details and won't sell your details. Mm. Um, it does what it says in the tin. It, you do messaging. You can quickly send photos, voice. Um, I think you can even send map um, coordinates. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually like that. So it's actually more than just a regular messenger. It actually has some features that mm. the, the interface is simple. I think it's ugly. Doesn't matter. But it had a lot of features that weren't visible straight away. But I just discovered them, which I kind of liked yeah. as well. I, I I said it was a pure messaging app. I didn't say it was a, a regular one. Yeah, true. Just just to kind <laughs> of you know <laughs> cover my own back there a little. Um, but it's um. um it is. It does just do stuff really quickly, really easily, and because it's because it's a mobile, it's a mobile telephone app. You can't install this in your tablets and stuff because you need a phone number. They build everything around your phone number, um, so it's a replacement for other messaging like Facebook messaging mm. or SMS itself or MMS. Mm. Sending sending a photo via WhatsApp is immensely easier than it is via MMS. MMS, I've never really. Mm. Multimedia messaging. I've never really been a friend. Interesting with. thing when I cause I had to try it today and I sent that photo to you. Yeah. Of myself or the, my, sort of my, photo, my sure, cartoon self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought I was gonna because I wrote the text first and I thought I was gonna incorporate the oh, image yeah, with with the text. Yeah. No. But as soon as I uploaded the image, yeah, it's instant. <laughs> so it it, yeah, it was instant. Yeah. Uh, which I thought, well, that's stupid. And then I realized, well, it promotes conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually. Makes you it's probably a, talk more. Yeah, it's you're, you're corresponding. Yeah, and this is this is I think um, we're we're dealing. WhatsApp solves a, a a need that we've had as human beings for for centuries, if not thousands of years. I mean, we've we've through the years we've moved through, you know, smoke signals, um, you know, sending um, parchment um, in satchels via courier, horseback courier, mm. um, to posted letters. Um, to telegrams, mm. um, to pigeons, pigeons who had them as well, um, emails, those things. You remember them? Sort of. Yeah, vaguely. Um, and then instant messaging mm. as well. SMS, sorry, um, which um, was at least in Europe was was huge towards the end of the nineties, start of the two thousands. I think, um, and, and was very large for, for a few years after. 
America took a long time to catch on to MMA. Um, yeah, SMS. you were mentioning that to me earlier, and I wasn't yeah. really aware of how late America was into the game of SMS. It was, it was long, I mean, I haven't checked exactly when it was, but my memory says it was it was well into the 2000s before it became really popular um, because they, they were late to shift to GSM compared to Europe. Right. Uh, because they were early to adopt mobile technology, exactly. um, you know, the non-digital side of um, mobile technology. Um, but you know, so we've always we, we've got this need to correspond. We we like um, and and we we correspond with people. Mm. Um, and I think your Facebooks and some of the social media platforms they don't really enable correspondence in a way that fits in well with what, how we want to do it. No, they're trying to do a lot of other stuff around it, mm. and not just enabling that chat between two people or a group of people. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel well because it's the, the settings are so hard. Mm. You can probably have private conversation, or you, I mean, you can, but most people are not aware of even how to set that up. Yeah, I mean, even when Google Circles mm. and Google Plus are, are nice, or I love the idea of them, but mm. it's still a it's still a difficult concept for a lot of people to get their head right. around, and it's still immensely more complicated than installing WhatsApp mm. and creating a group right. and just talking to those few people. That's it. And I still done. see a lot of people, or mostly people's parents, posting on their walls as if that was a private message on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> quite common. I think. No, oh, when people um, realizing after several weeks that their app, Facebook app, has been posting everything public for the right. last X number of weeks, and they have no idea how it happened, they have no idea how to fix it. Um, I've had to press buttons on several people's apps and laptops right. to help them go semi-private again. Mm. Um, well, like I've done, I've posted a message in the wrong group because I haven't been aware that I'm inside yeah. a group when I'm in the web app. Yeah. So even for power users, it's a really yeah. complicated yeah. interface. And, and Facebook are constantly trying to get you to be more engaged mm. and do more things and consume more advertising exactly. than you really want to. All you want to do is correspond to other friends and other mm. people. And but yeah, but, okay, so, but WhatsApp is not really the first chat program on no, the market. So no. that's... It's crazy that it's grown the way it has. We have, we I mean we had Viber, uh, we've talked about earlier Telegram, and there are so many more. I mean, even Skype has its own chat functionality. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and back in the day we had things like ICQ. Oh yeah, uh, Amazon Messenger. Messenger. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, there's there's been plenty. I mean, uh, back course, in the in the eighties and nineties, we were using uh, like Fido Mail. I was using <laughs> awful lot, but it's prior to email. Awesome. Yeah, but um, uh, but no, but we, 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 it's a I think what I'm saying here is that the the WhatsApp itself is it doesn't have really any value. I think it's not doing anything unique. It's just doing something we need to do simpler than some of the other ones, mm. possibly. But you mentioned Telegram there. Yeah. Um, and I find Telegram fascinating. It's taken a real. I didn't actually know about Telegram until the WhatsApp deal, and I started reading about the articles saying how much it had jumped in growth. Right. Overnight, and they had to close down for a few hours to upgrade their servers. Mm. Um, but basically, Telegram is is a WhatsApp clone. It's all it's almost identical. Mm. I mean, you, you, some of the menus, the, the options, everything is named <laughs> the same. It's it's almost exactly the same. Mm. Um, the big difference here is that it's more cloud based, so it's it's a bit closer to um, BitTorrent in its way of working. That it's it's cloud based and, and the information flows not through a central server, mm. and their, their encryption is more secure but it's, it's more difficult to eavesdrop very topical given how many governments now are getting um their cover busted for what all the spying they're doing you see that the uk government got yeah, outed that, yeah. yesterday for 
looking at people's webcam snapshots. Yahoo, uh, yeah, webcam from chat. Yahoo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Recording and, and saving lots of nude stuff. Oh, there was like 20% nude stuff mm. or something was of the stuff they saved. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, they probably got some kind of flesh algorithm. Mm. Um, no, but, but the other interesting aspect with Telegram is that they, um, they've created themselves as a non-profit organization with not the possibility to be bought. Which is interesting. Which I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think, well, I mean, what we're talking about here with co- correspondence mm-hmm. and this kind of instant messaging, um, it's it's a protocol, it's a platform thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what you do with the app is kind of, you know, that's, that's icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Under, underlying stuff. I mean, I think you mentioned that to me earlier that WhatsApp is actually built using Jabber. Yeah, exactly. Which so is the ICQ protocol. Which I was going to mention then that you could probably install something that you could communicate with on your tablet because mm. uh, you could install a, a chat program mm. that uses the Jabber protocol mm. to access because your phone number is actually just your username on, on Jabber on their their uh, setup there. Mm, yeah, yeah. So it's, mm. you're building on a protocol. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I kind of like the idea though that the protocol would be open and and safe from being bought. Mm. So that, that kind of aspect of maybe Telegram that it's becoming more and more I've seen this with uh, things like app.net I can I like the idea that there's more and more products and protocols coming up now that are trying to make themselves safe Uh, as in safe not from security wise safe as in in can't be bought by the giants (laughs) can't be closed down so that's the unique selling point you're saying then is that we're not going to be bought up so that people can close us down Mm. yeah but there's still the risk of them shutting down because they don't get any revenue True. So you can never ever be sure, really. No, well, nothing certain in life, no, is it? Exactly. But um, but you can see that there's a there's an appeal for that kind of. I mean, given the fact that five million people mm. jumped over from WhatsApp to Telegram mm. overnight when they found out about the yeah. Facebook um, yeah. acquisition, that tells you something about people's feelings towards Facebook. Like Goala, I mean, they had the same, same mm. and Instagram. We've had the similar kind of things there. That when when they've been bought, huge jump. To other services, but when you say huge, that, it's a lot of users, but it's it's a small percentage of the user base. In the end, it's yeah. They, actually, yeah. what tends to happen is that the um, the spike in growth due to the publicity around the acquisition mm. is more than the drop off from early adopters because of the acquisition. Exactly, and also, I mean, you're trying out a new app, and then you maybe you'll go back mm. because your friends are still on the on the old app. Yeah. Uh, so. The number of new accounts doesn't really say anything. Yeah. Well, you, more you, than as long as you still can go back. You know, the poor old Goala users, they can't go sure, back anymore. Sure, if you close it down, then you have yeah. no idea. What, yeah. yeah, absolutely. They have to use. But then, do we, do we like want to sign up with uh, apps that say if we are offered nineteen billion dollars by Facebook, we're going to say no? Is anyone going to promise that? <laughs> That's crazy. No, well, but, but, and, no, you're right. I mean, I, I'm not arguing with the fact that, that I wouldn't accept $19 billion for something I'd created. <laughs> Clearly, I'd say yes. But, but that, that's, again, what I find fascinating about Telegram is that they've... Okay, this is difficult. They've written it into their... The, the, the company, co- yeah. their, their, their foundation or whatever yeah. company form you call it, the mm. non-profit organization. It says in there that they can't be bought. Mm. Um, you know, that you like a lot of these trusts... Mm. Um, I mean, okay, I don't know. I haven't. I think it's difficult to find out the exact details of the company behind Telegram. I managed to do it this morning, mm. but they do say that it's a non-profit-making organization mm. and that they can't be bought. Um, and that's the same thing. Like you know, you can't buy the um, the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, true. You know, it's it's written into its constitution that it can't be bought. It's a it's a certain 
mechanism that's been set up according to a certain charter and it's that's how it is and, and, and that's what i find fascinating about telegram and i like that and I li- i'd like to see more organization more apps and more products more services maybe going down that line um when it's something that they truly believe in mm. um thinking about you know if you've, you your base camp where you've got a product where they're really trying to solve a, so a, this is 37 a, signals and they I didn't even yeah. know this. They changed their name to Basecamp, yeah. is what yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah, I think it was two weeks ago. Oh, really? Maybe. Um, I haven't kept up with the news. You've been busy, haven't you? <laughs> uh, no, I, I heard it in a... It was in one of the podcasts I was listening to. Okay. Um, and Because um, I'd missed it, actually. I hadn't seen it online as such. Uh, I'd heard it in a podcast. Um, but yeah, they decided to rebrand as Basecamp um, and, focus on, and focus on Basecamp. I suppose there are other mm. products that like high rise and so on that are part of it. They made a promise to maintain um, their um, their other products. Um, they're not going to close them down. And that, again, I think Basecamp, uh, well, 37 Signals mm. are an excellent example of, of believers. They're people who saw a, a, a problem mm. and have strived to find uh, to create a solution for it. Right. And care about the fact that they've helped people solve a problem so they are focused on a solution they're focused on a solution and they feel loyal to the people Mm. that they've Mm. helped or they've enabled to also solve they use it themselves so they've they've solved their own problem and they've Mm. solved the user's problems and they feel they feel togetherness um and they've not been brought up people listening here are wondering where are they going with this and i think you're (laughs) touching upon it right now is when they were talking about all this technical stuff and not being bought up and Mm. but it is interesting in the sense that if you are designing the user experience for something, yeah. and in the sense that 37 Signals, now Basecamp, uh, yeah. want to do it, is that you always focus on the user first. Mm. And in WhatsApp's case, it seems that their ambition has always been to be bought up. We can speculate yeah. by that. Well, yeah, it's, it seems reasonable. <laughs> uh, which means that they need a lot of users, and they want a lot of users, and they base the user experience on that, but not on having a relationship with users for many, many years to come. Yeah. They they do very clever stuff to acquire users. Exactly. And there's the discrepancy between how you're working with with UX in that case. Yeah. Exactly. If your goal is to acquire, if your startup goal is to acquire users, then you need to tweak the user experience to make sure that the, the, the onboarding of users works fast and works seamlessly. And your product, I guess, needs to be good enough to make sure those users stayed engaged um, for the time period you're expecting it to take to be bought up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if, if you're so expecting that's your, to be bought that's up... That's your end goal. Yeah, you, yeah. you, need, you need a product mm. that's good enough mm. to keep people interested for 12 months, mm. for example. Mm. Got to get them on board, mm. keep them happy for a minimum amount of period, and then you don't care because mm. your goal is to be bought up within that time period. Exactly. For the long-term product development and product strategy... Mm. Is is not really high up on the list. They've probably not even worked on it, or they've mm. in WhatsApp's case they've made it wonderfully simple, and they've mm. they've made commitments saying we're not going to sell advertising and so mm. on, and and it's free for one year. Free for one year. Yeah. That I think is an excellent bit of mm. um, priming that mm. they've they've um, they've said it's free, but after a year it costs ninety nine pence mm. or ninety nine cents mm. or you know they've been clever with marketing in each, each region, each country. They've given it a, a nice rounded number like it's always ninety nine. Yeah. Um, and so you've 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 primed yourself with a value that oh I'm getting I'm getting this for free, 
It's, it's not cost me anything mm. now. It cost me later, but now it's free. And it's only and a it's, little... And it's free for one year. Usually this stuff is free for one month or yeah. three months. But now and it's it, free for one year. And it's only a dollar. Exactly. So I'm probably going to be able to pay one dollar yeah. in a year. <laughs> so this kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're playing a lot of psychological games there. You're saying, mm. this does have value. We've got long-term, uh, we've long-term intentions mm. to, to hang around, mm. um, but we're going to give you a free ride, a free mm. trial. Mm. That's, you know, a year. It gives you plenty of time to encourage all your friends to join up. Mm. Save all this money on SMS and, and other things because mm. you, you, you can use our app instead of, instead of paying mm. the mobile operators directly for right. sending chats and messages. So, uh, so th- but then you could argue, of course, that they did succeed. So they must have created a great user experience because people actually caught on and used the app. Yeah. But then c- coming back to what you were saying, there, okay, so you're going to, well, you want a lot of users... And you want to create a really simple app, so you use something simple. So it's a single task, mm-hmm. uh, actually, through, as you're saying, messaging application. Yeah, you're, you're creating a one-to-one and, connection there, single okay. task, and, single and So how do we get as many users as possible? Well, we get access to users who don't even have smartphones. That's the way I see it. Because mm. they are on, like, seven, eight different platforms, and some of them quite obscure. Mm. So that when people in India choose their messaging platform or messaging app, mm. They know that their family will be, everyone in their family, all their friends will be able to use the same app mm. because it's available for everyone. Mm. In, yeah. in India, it's like 71% you choose the, the uh, WhatsApp app actually for messaging. Right. And the same numbers sort of in Brazil, in Mexico, in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, so they've actually, to get that user base that they're after, they've made some technical decisions mm. about how to build it. But I mean, as we're, as we're saying, the, the app is really simple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which it makes, makes basic, the cost of doing that. It's a basic broad. human need. Yeah, yeah. They haven't invented something uh, new, really. No, they've just established it in in new market areas. Yeah. So, you know, you're right there. So, what have we said about the? the I mean, the UX there. I mean, it's it's not use it use it itself. It's not. Fant- I mean, it's a very simple app. It's not. <laughs> it's not mind-blowingly uh, exciting. Mm. It's not. It's not necessarily the best. Um, chat app and I app. think that's what bothers people when they hear the price tag. Yeah, they're thinking, "Oh my god, I could have built that." Well, yeah, <laughs> anyone well, could have built this, and also <laughs> several people have because Telegram is an exact copy. I know. <laughs> and there's, there's several more. I mean, we've got Kick Messenger. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. they do games and stuff as well. Mm. But and there's there's mm. um, um, Line. I mean, there's there's like mm. a dozen or more mm. of these. Um, well, actually, you know, there's dozens of these apps. Of course, I do exactly the same thing. Probably hundreds. Probably if, if we, we don't into looking, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do almost exactly mm. the same thing. Mm. Um, with various proprietary ways of, of saying about it, yeah. and they've all got slightly different goals, probably whether it's you know to be bought up or to make money because you know, some of them cost money to yeah. um, to buy the app in the first place. Mm. Some of them, like um, um, Kick, they make some money out of um, the the in they've, they've added a gaming and sticker mm. level to the messaging, mm. so they make money from getting people to buy the stickers mm. to then send with you know, chat mm. like a birthday cake you could send. And sometimes these apps are just made because someone had a, we- a weekend to kill. Yeah, like Flappy Bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Got a few hours to kill, so yeah. you create something really simple. And I think it's really good to have a messaging ab- application, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Hmm. But I, um, I think, I think, that, um, well, like I've said, I, I think this does affect your startup. Well, you, the startup ideology does affect how you approach UX. Exactly. Because if we look at the 37 Signals one, they're, they've really gone all out mm. for the, the solving the user's problem. Mm. You know, looking at you know, user's needs, you know, solving a problem, making sure we do this as best as we possibly can. 
and that's why they've they're the you know the they're the idols of the UX world. Mm. There's been books, you know, they've written books, and they they always talk here, there, everywhere, and and they're 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 looked up to so much because they they make all the UXers tingle a little bit with joy in that they've they've come from the good side, right? And they are still on the good side. They've mm. not been bought up. They're mm. you know maintaining the good side of UX, mm. whereas um, WhatsApp and um, a lot of other startups they 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 built they built from the the first day as as a vehicle to be bought up by someone else, mm. which means your UX has to be more towards the dark side. As in, you 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 can't you've got to be totally focused on the business goals. Mm. And we, we last episode we talked about the balance there mm. between um, the user mm. needs and the business goals. Yeah, UX is always about that. Mm. But we like to maintain some kind of balance there. Mm. In our show opener, we mm. say balancing mm. user, business, and technology. Mm. Whereas I think in the acquisition goal startup world, there the, the balance has to be tipped towards the business. Ultimately, it is tipped towards the business, but all, at the same time, it's the user part of it is deceptive. But you have to be you have to be deceptive in the sense that now you're promising, okay, so you can buy WhatsApp in a year for one dollar yeah. and next year for one dollar as well. Mm. Maybe we won't be around, but if we say that, people will at least think we'll be around two, three years from now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to make your product good enough mm. and and convincing enough. Mm. Um, which means you do have to do certain UX decisions that aren't completely pure. Mm-hmm. An interesting thing about WhatsApp, actually, if you're looking at uh, the history of it, it has had a lot of security breaches, yeah. security issues. It's the, all the content has been sent completely open across the internet. Yeah. Uh, it actually was closed down on the app, I, iPhone app store, Apple app store, oh, uh, for four days in <laughs> 2012 uh, for unknown reasons. Yeah, uh, probably related to these security issues that were yeah unveiled back then. And, and so it's it's had a really tough history, which is interesting as well. But yeah. which means, in a, in a sense, that they haven't spent as much money on the technology either. No. That hasn't come first as well. What has come first is get it out there mm. to as many people as possible. Yeah. yeah. And it's dead it's dead mm. easy to install. It's easy to install, it's easy to use. You don't need to fill you don't need to do anything more than just install. And now and it you give you now it sort of scares me thinking that I said I give access to my contacts so that it could add them automatically. Yeah. I have no idea how those connections now are monitored. Mark has got they them in his big Facebook anyway. pocket. Everybody has access to my contacts anyway, of course. Other ways. Well, we, we've all got Facebook accounts. Mm, exactly. So you've already you, you've already <laughs> given all your crap to everyone else anyway. I mean, this, nothing's private anymore. We've, oh. we've got our little mobile phones, which are our little data hubs, but everything we install has access to everything we've got on them anyway now. So it does make me think what you were saying before. If, if uh, Telegram is promising they won't be bought up, uh, who's promising that my data is secure? Does anyone actually want to promise that anymore? Or is that irre- irrelevant to most people? Can you promise that anymore? Exactly. Given that mm. governments are just mm. picking and choosing what they want mm. to look at and read. Right. So that's uh. that's not a unique selling point anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> just join in and have fun as long as it... <laughs> just do it good. As long as, <laughs> as long as you don't do naughty things, then I guess you're going to be mm. safe, aren't you? Mm. It's hard to sum up this, I think. Uh, I, I think you're, yeah, you're right. It's hard to sum up. Um <laughs> But there, there are some things I reckon we could say. 
Well, when it comes to when it comes to social, at least when it comes to the social media um, product world, you definitely need users. Users are really hard currency in that world mm-hmm. at the moment. It's, that we've that we've said about with the price per user acquisition levels and so on. But um, and and to get and to attract users, you've got to have at least a, a you know, pretty good product. Exactly, and that's what's interesting. What we were saying before is users don't come first, but the product has to be really top notch. At least well, when no, it comes no, to stu- stuff like stuff like response time, stuff like that. If you want to cr- grow to the user enough. base, it has to be good enough. Good enough. You're uh, you're right. Top yeah. notch is is you're promising too much, Perry. No, I was just thinking about the response time because I was impressed by how it made me feel that everything I did in the app was yeah. really really fast. Yeah. So they've obviously put some effort into that. Yeah. It does feel instant. Even though, as I said, I think it's ugly. But, there was a, but yeah, because a good product is a prerequisite for at least mm. getting users to stay more than the first three minutes. <laughs> um, and, and then, and then if you are if you are all out set on being bought up for whatever reason, mm. then you as a UXer, you've got to be a bit evil. Mm. That is the scary stuff in this. You've got to. You can't. Um, you can't. You can't fight just for the good side. Oh. And I have been trying to search for if there are any UXers employed at WhatsApp, and I haven't really found it because all they say is fifty-five employees and thirty-two engineers. But all those other people, who are they? And as a UXer, are you um, an engineer or an other? I know. I saw some lists of people. Uh, they had LinkedIn profiles to some of the employees, and as yeah. soon as they were engineers, they were developers. Oh, for yeah, that's, for, that's for, what I would consider. For different platforms. So yeah. I, I was trying hard to look for a designer or something, but I couldn't find one. Yeah. There might not be any. There might not be any, exactly. Wouldn't, wouldn't, well, they sadly, have, it wouldn't they surprise me. They could me. have a subcontractor who's, who's done the designs and stuff. So that wouldn't yeah. surprise me. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was just developers, because no. at the end of the day, you need people to push out code mm. and to config servers and so on, exactly. or your product doesn't work. And make all these different phones work, talk to each other. Yeah. I mean, you can have as many good ideas as you like, mm. But um, you've got to have you've got to realize them, and most of the time that means bringing in a dev to yeah. um, to realize them for you. Exactly. Hmm. So we've 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 actually made quite a depressing conclusion there. Is that to make money, to make big money as a UXer, <laughs> you've got to be evil and part of a company that's got a massive growth strategy and wants to be acquired. Mm. That is sad, isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit, because we talk so much about doing good and, and creating yeah, good products. Exactly, and that f- it's so necessary for good products to take the user into account and make what they mm. need. And but it's transitory. Mm. It's not... Mm. The, the the good product isn't the goal. Mm. It's a consequ- It's a, it's a yeah. byproduct. It's something we have to do. On, it's a box we have to tick, sadly. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have we come to this? <laughs> it's a box we have to tick <sighs> and then move on. I said that, didn't I? Yes, well. you did. <laughs> But no, no. Argue against me. Someone, that's what some of the managers. Someone say. argue against mm-hmm. me. I mean, in this in this scenario, that's what I see. Yeah. Uh, in, in the base in the base camp, thirty seven signals one different. Yeah, that's very different. Yeah. Because they've 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 really properly stuck to it mm. and maintained that kind of vision, that core vision that stuck with all of them. Mm. But um, but they're not normal. I don't think. Yeah. I have been uh, trying the last couple of days to access a, an article by Joshua Porter Bocardo on oh, yeah. Twitter. He's written something. It's in Google. I can find it. But his website's been down. 
Oh. Uh, it has to do with uh, WhatsApp and the UX of WhatsApp. Oh. I wish I could have accessed that, but I couldn't. Isn't there a cached version? I, I checked that as well. I couldn't access it. That's odd. It is very odd. Well, I'll look forward to you we'll providing put a link. The, yeah. Give me a link to that and I'll read it and we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, and then, well, then we can all read it and find out <laughs> if, that was, if that said something exciting. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think we're, um, we're time to wrap up. There. I think so. Yeah. Um, I would like to say thank you to RevRise for sponsoring today's show. Mm-hmm. And you can check out their form analytics tool at revrise.com slash UXpodcast. And as always, as always, we'd love to hear more from you. Yeah. Have we been way off or were we spot on today? <laughs> you can find us pretty much everywhere as UX Podcast, including UXpodcast.com, where you'll find out. Find, find out? Well, find you, actually, you will find out because if you get the Picado page oh, working, yeah, then you'll find out about the links still, to the show. I'm still curious about that. Or yeah. <laughs> Everything mentioned in the show uh, and an archive of our previous episodes. So if you've enjoyed UX Podcast, then please don't tell anyone. Let's keep it our little secret. I won't tell a soul, I promise. Excellent. Bye-bye. Remember to keep moving. See you on the other side.